Oh my god, your poor dad. Welcome back to Your Poor Dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. And today we are missing our third Brant sister. There's a huge Bailey size hole in this podcast today. A huge hole. Huge gaping hole. A big lurch size hole. (laughs) Um, Bailey is on her way to New Jersey as we speak. Mm Mm-hmm. So prayers to her in that airplane. Prayers to her and everyone else. I think she'll be fine because it's a commercial flight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. So she's going to New Jersey with sticks. She'll be there for a while, though. So you'll you'll probably get the next two episodes just us. Yeah, but our parents are coming into town this weekend. So maybe we, could, like, uh, maybe get we can the get podcast. them to it. But dad like loves to freeze up on the podcast he's like all talk and no action you i know. know what i mean you know who would be really good on here though is mom i know i think mom is really good and mom gives like mommy advice like don't say mommy mommy i'm mommy no <laughs> just don't say that again gen z on those all those videos i did on tiktok that was like things millennials grew up with that would send gen z into a coma once gen z started like turning against me there was an army of gen z against me and i was like everyone mommy says it's time to go to bed and then they just turned on me with that and they're like she calls herself mommy so they did not like that well that's just because they don't understand what mommy is like we're mommy we're mommy mom is mommy kind of <laughs> sometimes not, no not in the way that like she's mommy to us but yeah she's like sometimes she's mommy she's mommy yeah. yeah but like if you guys have any like mom advice that you need our mom is weirdly so good at giving advice yeah it's like she's been doing this for like 30 30, how old are you 34 (laughs) almost 35 yeah wait that's that's so weird that i'm about to turn 35 this year it's weird that mom's been a mom for almost 35 years i know like that's so creepy like imagine having a child for 35 years like i'm not even all of mom's life mom lived a life she had which is so weird to think about that mom existed before (laughs) us don't think she did there's no way like she only exists as mom um she's such a mom she is and as great with advice as she is this weekend is father's day so maybe if they have any questions for dad as well oh yeah i know we can get even if we don't have him on the podcast depending on you know what kind of mood he's in if he's like so shy because he's he sometimes gets so don't look at me don't yeah, but, to me. but he loves him, it. He, he's a once ham. you get him warmed up, though, he like yeah, he loves the attention. He loves the attention, but he doesn't like to like. He doesn't like to want it. It's it's almost like you have to like. He's like a wild animal, like on a National Geographic. He's like, kind of like Tiger. He's just like Tiger. Once you start giving Tiger attention, he kind of turns on you. Yeah. But like when you just let Tiger be in the beanbag, he's fine. Yeah, he shows off. So, anyways, yeah, let us know what you want us to ask our poor mom and dad. Yeah, we'll see if they'll do this with us. Yeah, they are currently driving the RV down here. And I said, you know what, honey? I'm going to have plenty of room. Bailey's not even going to be here. And they're still probably going to sleep in that RV. I know. Mom said that they're really excited to bring the RV down. Good for them. But, like, you can still shower here. I know. Like, who wants to shower? RV showers are tiny. And they're gross. I mean, not if it's their own shower. I know, but can you even shower in an RV? Like, how much I, water do you have to... How have, does that work? I have no... Dad knows. I have no idea. 
<laughs> there's probably like a tank. I feel like there's like limited water supply. Like you can't wash your hair. It's just not as comfortable as like an in-ground shower situation. Well, yeah, remember when we were little and we'd go to like Lake Havasu or like yeah. the river or something and we'd like wash ourselves like in the water? Yeah. That was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Dad would like throw us a bar of soap. Yeah. And he'd was... be like, wash up. And I'm like, ugh. We're not like really a camping family. We're not even like a vacation family. I feel like there's like vacation families and then there's like non-vacation families. And I think we err more on the side of non-vacation. Absolutely. But I think when I have a family, I want to be a vacation Same. family. Same. Like what is the point of living without like seeing the world and like l- getting to relax? Like we, my, our parents never relaxed. I know. And that's how I am. I already I don't even think you could relax on vacation at my company I have year after year the most PT like I don't take my PTO I know because you are I'm always like let's do this and you're like I can I have to work and it's like why don't you just like take off work there's paid time off and I have it I just don't take it well we're going to take it in Germany and I know we're going to I'm still the countdown is on for our Germany trip I just can't wait to see what happened? I just can't wait to get there. I think you're going to be like, I can't wait to get there. And then once you get there, you're I like, can't wait to I come can't back. wait to leave. <laughs> like, you just want it to be over with, I feel like. No, I'm going to have such a good time when I'm there. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Just. <laughs> I think once we get to Paris, gonna you're going to lose your Par- cool. By the time we get to Paris, it's going to, I'm definitely going to have reached my limit. Mm-hmm. It will have been, what, like two weeks at that point? Yeah. Really close to it. And that's just a long freaking time. Yeah. Close quarters with the family. Totally. Especially all of us. Everyone. Especially me. Well, you, Mr. Roberts, maybe. I don't think he's going to be able to come. Bailey and Sticks. So it's just, it's just a lot, you know? It'll be a lot, but it'll it'll be be fine. It'll be fun. Cannot wait. Um, anyway, okay. So what's going on with you? Because on Friday I was with Mr. Roberts and we FaceTimed you because I forget what we were doing, but like I was videotaping him and he goes, send that to Paige. He was taking a drink. You guys were at some bar. Yeah. And he took a sip of his drink. He said, send that to Paige. I know. And I thought it was so funny. So I sent it it to you and then we FaceTimed you and you were with Randy I was with Randy and I saw what Randy looked like kind of briefly 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 um I hung out with Randy a lot this weekend and I have to say everyone drum roll please I like Randy oh my god I know we I was shocked when you were like I like Randy I like Randy I told Mr. Roberts this is crazy she literally likes nobody I keep telling Randy, this is crazy. I never like anybody. When we all meet Randy, we're just going to be like, <laughs> Paige likes no one. He's going to be like, God. But. Why does everyone keep saying that? <laughs> but it's true. Who hurt her? Oh, honey, uh, sit down. We'll tell I, you. He's slowly getting the stories. Okay. Um, But so I hung out with him on Friday. Friday. I went to his house. He had friends over. They. Um, What's his housing situation? If you don't mind me asking. Um, he lives in a house, okay. uh, Round Rock. Um, Interesting. Far. It's like a new build. I don't know how to describe so he has it. He a backyard. He has a backyard. Yes, nice. yes, yes. Um, he had friends over. They smoked some meats or something. Where is he from? 
Um, he's from Texas. Okay. I think, actually, he might have been born, I think, maybe in Kansas or some shit. Uh-oh. But he, he moved here when he was, like, real little. Okay. Um, can't remember where. He wasn't born in Texas, but as they say, he got here as soon as, as, soon he, as he could. He, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure before he was walking and talking. Yeah. Um, Texans love to say that. And he is from somewhere that I can't remember, but it's, like, hill country. Okay. I think. Anyways, great guy. Great guy. Um, Hung out with him and his friends on Friday. And we... I think we, we might have hung out Saturday. No, I think we did hang out again Saturday. What'd you do oh, Saturday? Saturday, I just went to his house and we watched um, Temptation Island because I had started it. Mm-hmm. Actually, his friend was the one who told me to start it because he said, if you like Vanderpump Rules, you will love Temptation Island. Okay. And so I started it. He was right. Love it. Obsessed. The drama is amazing. Um, and then Sunday, I got us tickets to Theo Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And it was really sweet because he came to pick me up and he had the biggest bouquet of flowers to give to me. And they were like white and pink. They were just really, really cute. They very much looked like me. And he said that he went to like three different places to get these flowers. And the last place that he went to, he was he was like, I told this lady all about you. And we came up with this these this color scheme and this bouquet oh like together. God. And I was like... Honey, don't tell me that. I already like you enough. Wow. I know it. So this is this is big. I don't want to jinx it. How was Theo Vaughn? So funny. Really? So funny. Um, He's so funny. I had the best time. Um, She's beaming. I'm everyone. Honey, if you're not watching this on Spotify or YouTube, um, you should just side note. While we're here, yeah. subscribe to YouTube. And if you're just like on your phone right now on TikTok, how about you go give us a subscribe on Apple and Spotify and then rate us five stars because like yes. we're doing this for you for free. Yes. But Thank anyways. you. Yeah. Anyways, um, Theo Vaughn was hilarious and it was just such a perfect little Okay, night. so like three out of three yeah. days. I know. Wow, I, I don't, I don't want to jinx anything. Usually, I would like press and like you know say like my little asshole remarks, but like we're just gonna let this one play out. Let it play out. Okay. And the thing that was so weird is after Theo Vaughn, the the parking garage we were in was just so crowded, so we went to a little dive bar to get a drink first before we uh-huh. got out. Wait, where you at, Moody or Comedy we, Mothership? We were at Bass Hall, so it's like on campus, UT oh, okay. campus. Um. And we were at this little dive bar and I was sipping on my little drink and I like looked at him and I just had this thought that came over me and I was like, huh, he doesn't annoy me. And I was like, that's good. It was weird. That was the weirdest because nor, and I tried to explain it to him literally in that moment. I was trying to explain it to him, but I'm sure it came off really rude, but I was like, I don't know how to just, how to say this, except usually when I'm with somebody, I'm always looking at whatever how everyone else is looking at us like are they looking at us like mm, that's a weird couple or mm, this like, I don't know I, I feel I'm looking at the way they're judging and I realized I hadn't been looking at anybody I was just listening to him talk and I was oh, like you were just <gasps> living in the moment I was just living in the moment I was like oh my god I like you that is very I am shocked as shit me too cotton well everyone 
Say a little prayer. And when I was at his house on Saturday, mom called me and she said, who's Randy? And I was next to Randy. And I said, mother. And I told her his yeah. real name because she, I had told her I'd been hanging out with this guy. Yeah. And I was like, his name is Randy. And she was like, oh my gosh, for some reason, I thought they were two different people. And I was like, why the hell did you think that? Like, yeah. you and know, like, why are you trying to? You know to- that Mr. Robert's name isn't Mr. Roberts. Right. And she was like, oh, you're right. I know that. I'm like, duh. She's just trying to fuck shit up for you. No, it's okay. Well, Anyways. I'm really, really happy for you. I cannot wait to meet Randy because anyone who like doesn't annoy Paige is that's like a huge step. I know because literally everyone annoys you, including me. After like one or two times of hanging out, I'm like, oh, never again. You're the queen of finding a nick. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I didn't really do much this weekend. I did, however, on Sunday, I did like a lay in bed day for most of the day. And I haven't done that in like so so long and it was glorious i watched real housewives of new jersey and the newest episode of real housewives of orange county and i don't know if i'm i want to feel the temperature of the room on like real housewives of orange county because i feel like that might be like a little bit more polarizing than vanderpump rules for our audience i am in real housewives of orange county like stan though okay i don't know if like i can get you to that's a lot I, the only season that I, or season, I guess, group that I started with OC mm-hmm. whenever you started with OC. Yeah. So I saw those first couple seasons um, and then I really fell off. I could do it, but some of those women, I just don't know really if you could. annoy me. I, I really can't like put my name on. Tamara really annoys me. She's back. She really annoys me. Um, Tamara, Shannon, and Heather are like back together, and then Vicky, my queen, is making like a little. How's Vicky doing? I don't know, but she's she's just as like one little debut into the the season, so I don't know yet. Mm. But Heather Dubrow is just annoying. So no, I love her. Okay, she's so fun to watch because she's like very proper, but she's also like really upbeat and happy, and like she gets like vulnerable with people, and she communicates so clearly, and she has such a good relationship with her kids. She has, I think, one of her kids is trans. And the other one of her kids is like gay or bi. So she has two kids in the LGBTQ plus community and she supports the fuck out of them. And I I just think it's like really fun. And the way she supports them is very um, admirable. Admirable. So that's the only reason why I think you would like to watch because I think you would like that about Heather. I think so too. But I just don't know if like like middle-aged women drama is like your thing. Here's the thing about me. I didn't know Vanderpump Rules drama was my thing. I did. Until I got into thing. it. I didn't know this Temptation Island was my drama. It is. I think I love the drama. Well, also like you like a thousand pound sister. Mm-hmm. I think Sister Wives is up your alley too. Sister Wives would be up my alley. The Amazon man just came by. I have to tell you what when I was in here by myself earlier. No, what? Just wait. I was folding blankets in my living room, listening to Taylor Swift as I do, and 
I swear on everything good in this world, I hear the door open and I swear to God, I heard you say, hi, like to Roman. And so to where I said, hi, auntie. And I go to the hallway to see nothing happening. And I was like, oh my God, that's terrifying. I know. Wait, the other day, something so creepy happened to me. And like, unless you're a dog owner, I don't think this would resonate with you, but I was getting ready to leave to go meet Mr. Roberts and I heard a voice <sighs> and it, I couldn't tell if it was like outside my door or inside. She's <laughs> crying. I'm going to cry. And it just sounded like a, like a little. No. <laughs> so, are you sure it wasn't the cat? No, it sounded like a human. Like my, my, my. No, it was like a, it wasn't like a, my, it was like a, like it was like a, a sound from a human but i could not tell it kind of sounded like a mistake like somebody let that sound out by mistake and i couldn't about to start crying no i know <laughs> i know and i couldn't tell if it was like in my the house ghost accidentally out. made a noise but but then i was like i'm crazy i did not hear that let's just keep moving and hank starts coming stop right stop by no he doesn't right by me and then he says, mom, uh, something's, something's here. I know. And I thought he was just getting nervous because I was leaving, but then he really wasn't leaving my side. And you know, there's a difference between them just following you and then them like putting themselves between you and danger. So I FaceTime Mr. Roberts. I'm like, watch this. I walked into the kitchen. I'm like standing by the sink and Hank is sitting facing out towards the door and then I walked into my room and he was sitting facing he followed me sitting he wouldn't stop following me and I'm like creeping through the house I'm like please stay on FaceTime with me I'm like opening every like door and like every shower curtain and no one was in there but it was so weird and he of course doesn't have a dog so he's thinking He's just nervous you're about to leave. And I'm like, like, no, no, you don't understand. You don't, you're, when you're so in tune with your animal, you just can't explain it. You know, when they're acting different. (sighs) I know it made me want to throw up. (laughs) It kind of makes me want to throw up right now. I know. I'm like, who is especially because Bailey's going to be gone until Monday. And I'm just like, (laughs) well, I just got on a walk and I left my door unlocked. So I was like, it could be somebody. It could be somebody. They could still be living in there. They could be living in my ceilings for all I know. Do you remember when I thought someone was living in my attic? Yes. I mean, you guys launched a full on investigation. I went because, because who fucking knew I went up there and I, I finally I'm looking, I have this little flashlight and I see like tube socks, like hanging as if, as if someone was like air drying these like tube socks and a fucking tank top. And so I am losing my fucking mind. (laughs) And then I see what I think are takeout cartons, like takeout Tupperware. And I'm like crying. It got like when, you know, it's bad whenever I called dad and I showed him, I was like, tell me I'm crazy. And he was like, (laughs) and he kind of hesitated. And he's like, maybe you could call the place. And I was like, you could call the police. And I was like, are you, and you're looking around and he's like, like is- or like, why don't you call like, like Mike or like, so, like someone have someone like come check. And I'm like, if dad is a little, like maybe you should investigate this a little more. I was yeah. like, Holy fuck. Someone lives up there. Yeah. turns out, I guess, um, people 
like the little things I thought were takeout cartons were like rat traps or something. Yeah. And then I guess there's these things they would like herbs or something they would put in these tube socks to keep away rodents. I don't know. Mm. So it ended up being fine. And I've been up there several times since, but I thought that was the day I was going to find someone living in my that freaking is attic. So creepy. <sighs> And who um, knows who lives in Bailey's room? Oh, God. No, <laughs> we could never find them. They're dead by now, bro. You know, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, okay, so I have a couple thoughts I'd like to bring up. Okay, first of all, I didn't post the Vanderpump Rules episode. Why? Be- okay, for thanks for following our podcast because it was so dark. And we were all so like low energy, bummed. Like, you were also in a really bad mood and it really pissed me off. I know. And I just, it wasn't the kind of content I wanted to put out there. It just felt like so icky. So I thought we could just talk like high level of like how icky that that episode was just left me feeling like really blah. And then I felt blah talking about it. And then I didn't want to make the sisters feel blah. You know. Yeah, I think uh, bottom line, like Sandoval is just a fucking narcissistic loser, manipulator, m- manipulator. I think that he, I think that he manipulated Raquel into making her believe the story that he wanted to, her to believe that that everything was going to be okay. This there was there is a way that we can end up together and without everyone hating us because he. He believes that whatever story he creates and says is going to be what people think. And I don't even think that right now, even after everything that's coming out, come out, I still don't think that he realizes how fucked up this whole situation is. I don't think he does either. And you know, it was something that was really interesting that now that I watched it back, I picked up on is that. So the last five minute bombshell, which I thought was a huge bombshell. I did as well. A lot of people weren't like very shocked about which it. Which is crazy because, it, well, I think the reason they weren't as shocked is because it's like, we all knew, knew, but like, I was shocked that we actually have confirmation. We now right. know. And we heard it from her mouth. And we also kind of heard the stuff that he was telling her well, he how thought, to lie. Yeah, he thought that it was a better narrative that... We, and it's like, oh, so he's literally telling you what story to tell. Yeah. But we were trying to figure out what timeline was going to be best. So you're literally trying to figure out which lie to tell. Yeah. It wasn't just, I don't know what I was expecting of how they would be lying, but I, I guess I didn't, I was like, there's no way he's that deceitful, that bad. But I think it, he is. He is that bad. She just confirmed how bad he was because... I guess like in my mind, I thought maybe he was like, just let's not tell anyone. Like, I don't want to give anyone any ammunition. Like, let's just try to get out of this unscathed. No, it was like the thing that got me is this is the lie that got me is when he said it will look bad for you if you're hooking up with someone's boyfriend in their home while the grandma is having the funeral or like while she's at the grandma's funeral. And that was so telling because it wasn't like it's going to look bad for us. She specifically said it would look bad on me. Yeah. And so I think that's how he like really manipulated her. Like, oh, you don't want to be the girl that hooks up with 
her best friend's boyfriend while she's out of town for her grandma's funeral. That's just another sick, sick, sick level of manipulation. Yeah, no, he's so disgusting. And I think that for her, it like, I don't know. I still think that she's at fault, but I really think that she was very much manipulated by him. Yeah. And I think she was finally starting to realize that at the reunion when they were filming, because I think up until that point, it was very much like only him in her ear. Yeah. Only him telling, like feeding her whatever story, whatever narrative he wanted. And then at the reunion, she's even hearing like, oh, well, I didn't know that you guys were still intimate in January. Right. Like, She's starting to under, she's starting to see that the other side of the coin. Yes. Yeah. And I think she's like, okay, well maybe this isn't what I thought it was. Like, I don't know. Now she's, now she's starting to doubt herself. I don't even think she really fully understood what she was saying Mm -hmm. those six days later. Yeah. I think she was still just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? I think she just doesn't have a strong foundation of thought to begin with. So all of this, it was getting so jumbled in her brain, the lies versus what everyone else was telling her. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to come clean with a little bit more. And I still think she hasn't come clean with everything. I agree. And I wonder if we will get that. Another thing that I did not like in the reunion is that Lala and James would not shut the fuck up. And I love Lala and James, but it was like, so annoying them talking over her just let her talk so she can dig her grave and i want to learn more like i want to know clearly ariana tom and raquel spent a lot of time together i wanted to get into that like tell us about halloween tell us about valentine's day she spent valentine's day with you tell us about this music festival that you all went to that supposedly that's when things like struck back up again i just think that it was too soon I think it was real. It was way too soon. It's like I've been in that situation where it's like you want to have this conversation, but as soon as the other person starts talking, it's like no, fuck you. I don't want to hear. Like you want, but it's like you don't. But it was like let this be between Ariana, Tom, and Raquel, and then you guys support Ariana as needed. And I think Katie did a really good job of that. I think she did too. But I do think that they, in their way, were supporting her. Were trying to support her because they have seen how devastated she was. I mean, she even said that she felt like she needed a babysitter. She was really, really, really upset. And I think they kind of went into their protective mode, which is like just kind of like psychotic. You know what I mean? It was very, very psychotic, but it was also very like flamboyant. And Lala is a Leo and she was being, or no, 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 she's a Virgo. Okay. Okay. Look at me. Mixing up my... Look at you. Look at me. But yeah, all in all, we were watching it shocked as hell. It was the most shocking finale of a reunion I've ever seen on Bravo. Yeah. And it just left me feeling like, okay, that that, that really wasn't the reaction I wanted. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Um, Okay, moving on to our resident Taylor news. I really need to see Taylor in LA. I know. It's like I cry watching her concert footage now. I I just feel like we almost didn't even see her. Well, it's just been so long. I know. It's weird because there's a long time. 
there's really no right time to go because we went early on and we got the perfect night the perfect night and it's like and that's not even good enough i know because now there's been so many shows since and i'm like i'm forgetting i know i forget what it's like and i would like to have this show that we already saw we saw the perfect show like let's have that under our belt Mm -hmm. and then let's see another one where we can actually watch the show now we were experiencing everything i was so i was overwhelmed overwhelmed. i know i'm I'm gonna cry just thinking about it the other day um (laughs) (laughs) what did you do whenever i was hanging out with randy i said you have to watch this video and it was me with death by a thousand cuts like the full version and he was like he was like i wish i could have been there to experience that that's so cute that you were so emotional and i was like you have no idea honey (laughs) is that you ain't seen nothing yet randy that's so funny i know it um yeah i was like crying to mr roberts and i was like i need to see taylor in la like what do we do like how do we see her that's the thing like i don't know what to do how do we make this happen i just looked at tickets it's like fucking five grand to see her and i'm like i have no more pennies to spare (laughs) for this bitch but like what could we do to maybe we could get a sponsor like just if you could sponsor this podcast for like five thousand dollars and then we confront the other five thousand like maybe we could go see her and or if you guys could find a sponsor who would just gift hey. us a suite and we would literally okay here's the thing i would be indebted to you if there's an entire a, month if there's a sponsor out there we will go head to toe in your sponsor yes. outfit. we will have it tattooed on our freaking i'll get a tattoo faces she a real will tattoo. she will get a real freaking tattoo and don't think she won't as long as it's like taylor swift slash whatever the sponsor is adjacent yeah and you could pick where it is on your body yeah okay she will get a real tattoo and we will go we will vlog the whole thing we will make at least five tiktoks at least oh my god like I'll make TikToks. Yeah, she'll make TikToks. I'll make TikToks. Your poor dad will make TikToks. We'll make a YouTube video. We'll make it a podcast episode. We'll make it a vlog. We will make it worth your money as long as you just buy us tickets. And like, here's my parameters with the tickets. I don't want to be anywhere like on the side where like we're almost behind the stage. I just need to see it like straight on from the diamond. And that's all I'm asking. But literally make a deal make a deal make a deal honey um and she'll pay for her own way out to la yeah yeah yeah. and i'll be there but yeah that's just and we have to see haim we have to see Haim. sisters sisters like sisters on sisters what could be more on brand than us the three brand sisters seeing the three haim sisters i know and taylor i have to see Haim. i love haim so much i was watching a video about um Heim that they did with L-U-K and it was really cute. <sighs> okay, last thing. Um, can we talk about, have you seen the Kardashians? Um, how many episodes? Are, there's probably there's three, three now. I've seen two. It's just like, it's it's hard to watch the Kardashians after Taylor Swift, the Eras tour is going on and, and Vanderpump. Vanderpump Rules. There's so much like realness going on and then I'm like, I really don't want to watch Kylie teach Kendall how to drive a stick shift. I don't want to watch Courtney on her Lemmy tour. Uh, it's Kendall teach Kylie, by the way, the stick yeah, shift. Yeah, Which is Whatever. even weirder because it's like they're really trying to find something for Kendall to do that's likable. 
Yeah, that that's tough. That's a tough watch. I know. And then also Courtney doing the Lemmy tour is kind of a tough watch. It just feels she's like not in it anymore. I well, that's what they've kind of been talking about. I I liked Courtney so much when she was like Courtney and um Chloe and I really liked Courtney when it was like Courtney and Kim when they first started having kids together. It just feels like she's so disconnected from the family. It's hard like to watch. Scott is way more in it than she is. Yeah. Like I'm more invested in his narrative than hers. And it's so unrelatable to me. I truly cannot relate to the Kim and Courtney fighting about Dolce and Gabbana. Like I really don't even feel like you and I would fight about that. No. I think it would just Get be- that bag. Yeah, we would be like, how much are you getting paid? Good. Yeah. Like, make sure you're making a lot of money off this. I just feel like... Well, and it's not like it was one or the other. It's not like they were both up for this Dolce & Gabbana thing. And it's like, "Mm, well, we're going to go with Kim. So, like, your wedding's not going to be Dolce. Your wedding happened. Yeah. That's great. Wonderful. And now there's this other opportunity. Who fucking cares? And the Kardashians are one big brand. And... The fact that Courtney had a wedding with them, Chris is best friends with them, and Kim is creative di- directing them. It just them. makes sense. It just makes so much sense. Yeah. And as sisters, rising tides raise all ships. Yeah. The more Kim's stock raises, the more Courtney's stock raises. The more Kim sells Dolce & Gabbana, the more Lemmy gets sold. So That's fucking, like, let's go. Let's go. Let's make some money, honeys. Like, don't, don't fight with your sister. That's... Truly, your whole entire brand is your family. Yeah, that's weird. It just, it there's something off there, and I really, really don't like it. I agree. And you know how I much I love, Co- uh, was I, I was about to call her Coco. You almost did. I know, but Chloe's Coco. Um, the last thing that I wanted to say is I saw The Little Mermaid last night. <gasps> how is it? I, Who'd you see it with? Bailey and Sarah and Sam. Mm. Interesting. And I really want you to see it because I didn't I don't think I liked it. I just don't think you can ever compare to like the classics. Well yeah, and But how was Holly Bailey? Okay, she was great. Um I did not like Melissa McCarthy's makeup. And what what role does Melissa McCarthy? Ursula. Ooh, that's good. But I feel like her makeup could have been so much better. It looked lazy i don't know how to describe it um they changed it i didn't really i was also kind of surprised lynn manuel miranda wrote the songs and i didn't really love them much i really love him so i was surprised um they it was a little too long the parts that they added i felt like didn't really add a lot of depth to it and then they kind of skipped over some cool fucking parts you know did they have the dog they had the dog was it an old English sheepdog? I'll be honest, like he was the best actor in the movie. Really, he was amazing. Even Halle Bailey? No, she was great. But it's like, so he, hard not to say Halle Berry. How is anyone? I say Haley Bailey. Is it Haley? I think it's Halle Bailey. Halle, but I say Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. <laughs> Halle Bailey. Um, no, she was great. It just like, it and fucking Flounder was creepy. Like he was wait. So Seba- you got used to Sebastian. So like, is it like human faces on like animatronic bodies? It's just like a real crab that just talks in, oh, a, okay. in a real flounder. That, but so like, it's not like a human face. No, but flounder could have been chubbier to make him look a little cute. He looked sickly. I don't know how to. And I don't know. It was like weird. Like flounder in the 
the cartoon was kind of round. Was like round. Yeah. No, this one's like super skinny. Like no, he's that's... been on Ozempic. <laughs> he's Ozempic flounder. Yeah, but it, it was weird. I don't know. And it was just really. I do want to rewatch the cartoon one because the two things that I that really stuck out to me, which is the whole thing. It just was a little. The dad was just a little more like my way or the highway like daddy's angry and it was it was weird okay that's how king triton was in the i know but like king triton was like zaddy you know what i mean like and this guy was like not he wasn't no who was the actor i can't remember his name um he's been in a lot of things though but it's like king triton was kind of like a lot of people's sexual awakenings it's like (laughs) and this guy just like didn't have it it just gave like weird what was there like the human version of Ursula? Yes. Okay. Who plays that? I don't know her name. Okay. But it, sh- it was a good. You know a, who should play that? It was a good match. You know who should have played it? Who? Maddie Prue. Yeah. She looks exactly like. Okay. Yes. Except the human. The the actress who played her was perfect. Okay. Was absolutely perfect. Okay. Who played King Eric? Um. Some random guy. I don't know any of these Can actors. We IMDb this so we don't leave the. We don't like dick tease the, yeah. the sisters. Um, Prince Eric like had some solos, had some songs, which was okay. Weird. First of all, Prince Eric should not be singing. The only girlies who can sing in Disney movies are the girlies. Well, and it wasn't great. And okay, maybe so the, maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. Jonah Howard King, Melissa McCarthy plays Ursula. Okay, Jessica Alexander. I could see that for um. Vanessa is her name. Wait, Javier Bardem. Is yes, King yes, Triton. yes, yes, yes. But look at him as King Triton. It's just like he's not giving the same energy. Okay, Aquafina was Scuttle, so she was the bird. Yeah. How was that? Scuttle's a not good great. character. Jacob Tremblay was Flounder. I don't know. Okay. Wait, Halle Berry's Flo- in the movie too. Flounder was barely in it. Really? Yes. He's like the main... No. The the trio. I know. No. He was barely in it. What is Halle Berry's? Are you sure you're not looking at Halle Berry? Wait, look. It says Halle Berry. What's her name? Nothing. I don't know. But Lin-Manuel Miranda's on there. Okay. I don't know. It's just like, I, I want to watch it again, but I just... Re- I left the theater and I was like, meh. I would have rather waited till it was on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Well... There you go, girlies. If you possibly a hot take, and I think the only reason I did still like it is just like the nostalgia of it all. Yeah, but and at the fucking very end, guess what? Remember, what? like the the line where she's like, "I love you, daddy." Yeah, she says, "I love you, father." What? Mm, that doesn't what? really pull on the heart. I'm I'm uh, fully against women calling their dads daddy, but like in that line, it needed to be daddy. Well, and it's like what she knows nothing else. She's lived under the sea her whole life. Like, like she's, she's a child. She's, she's emotionally stunted. Clearly, her father won't even let her go up on land. Uh, here's the other thing: they tried to make this narrative at the end about this whole the the human people don't treat the sea well they ruin the coral blah 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 the sea people lure in the fishermen and kill all of them so it's like that's why these two worlds don't get along so they're almost trying to make it this romeo and juliet kind of barely she so at the very end obviously you know they get married or whatever and you see the sea life or like the mer people and the land people coming together and 
it's supposed to be this big wonderful moment but it's like ariel never said that's what she wanted to do she mm-hmm. never wanted to bridge these this big gap to- she literally wanted to be a human yeah all she it. wanted was her fucking legs she yeah. wanted to live where the people are so it was just like i understood it was kind of the a word- selfish thing that was disguised as philanthropy yeah but it's like just be selfish or give ariel be shellfish exactly <laughs> or give ariel one line that says maybe one day i can bring our two worlds together one line yeah would've, like would have brought it yeah, all together like, let's bring it full circle yeah i don't know isn't it crazy that like so many people could work on a movie like that and like nobody could catch something like that yeah kind of like um our poor mom called me and bailey the other day asking about um the little business they want to start and um do you know the name that they wanted to start the last yeah and bailey goes um for like oh anything about a wedding kind of sounds like no like this is my last chance like no one's gonna do and mom was like you know how many people we've said this name to and no one else had that same idea yeah and i get it i get that but like i also think that it's like they could use that business more than just weddings that's another story for another time Jesus Christ. Okay, so are you ready to hear from our sisters? Somebody yep. sent us a freaking word doc because Bailey probably bullied them into sending a word doc. Well, okay. All right, everyone. Hey, sisters. Love the pod so much. I'm the youngest of three girls, so she's the Bailey, and can't get enough of listening to y'all banter every week. Makes me so thankful for my own sisters, even though we live states away from each other now. Oh. Seeking some advice on a shitty guy. Well, we've got a lot of experience with shitty guys. To preface, I'm almost 21 years old and I've been sleeping with slash seeing this guy for going on almost two years. Wow. It's never really been exclusive and our lines have always been blurred. It's definitely not a healthy relationship as we both know exactly how to push each other's buttons and mess with feelings. But from him sleeping with one of my... Okay, here she's going to say, we both know exactly how to push each other's buttons and mess with mess with feelings and here's a couple examples with him sleeping with one of my quote-unquote friends she's a whole other issue to me getting with one of his friends from home we've always overcome it and can joke about it together now things are always very good when we're together but i mean considering it's been nearly two years now of sleeping together i damn sure hope it's good We don't talk much aside from when we're together, so no texting, we're both bad texters, and limited interactions on social media. But we talk about literally anything and everything together, have even talked about the future. Here's where things get problematic for me. Last night while laying in bed, I was kissing on him. I think she's Southern. I was kissing on him, and he called me another girl's name. (gasps) Don't get me wrong. I really can't be mad at him for sleeping with other people, so that's not my issue, but I just feel disrespected and embarrassed. Alcohol was involved, but I've been damn near blackout with guys in the past and have never slipped up like that. We had talked about some intimate things in the future earlier in the night, so it definitely stung extra after feeling closer to him. I honestly just feel stupid and embarrassed, but it shouldn't be that hard to actually be present with the person in front of you, right? I, within minutes, was dressed and leaving in the middle of the night because I didn't want to wake up next to him. Am I being dramatic? I feel used and like an idiot for expecting more of him. We haven't spoken since I left, but earlier in the night had talked about seeing each other next weekend. I was going to meet some of his friends from home that would be in town. Our circles run tight at school. Our sorority and his frat do a lot together. Not sure where to go from here. Thoughts? 
Damn. I know. There's a lot to unpack here. So she's 21, mm-hmm. and they clearly are in fuck the buddies. same friend group, fuck buddies. Now, I wouldn't even call this a situationship. Yeah. Um, well, fuck. Actually, I would. You would? I, the, oh, fuck. I don't know. It's like the way. So they, they talk about the future. Yeah. That's only when they're together and about to have sex. Because she says they only hook up together. They don't text. They don't even like talk to each other on social media, which is like that's the wild. main way that 21 year olds interact with each other is like talking to each other on their stories or their TikTok. Yeah. So I think you just like kind of have to be honest with him. And what do you, you need to really think like, what do you want from this person? Do you want him to be somebody that's more than just a hookup buddy in your life? Because if you want that, then that's like one route. If you don't want that, then you just need to like, just, you know, wash your hands of it and be like, okay, that was a dumb mistake. Don't ever fucking do that again. Yeah, I agree. You have to, you have to figure out what you want first. If you want, a relationship you have to make that known you have to say we've been doing this for two years like I want more let's go to dinner yeah let's go to dinner let's talk like I at, whenever this is going to progress like what what I want it to progress to is an actual relationship or if you don't want an actual relationship with this person and you just want to keep things casual how they are then get over it like yeah exactly like you have to say that I felt really disrespected and I would appreciate moving forward. Like I know what this is, but like, I don't need you making me feel like shit about uh, it. Yeah. But if you want him to be more, here's what I suggest you do. I think you need to say, look, I like you. This is why I like you. This is why I think we'd be good together. How do you feel about that? Yep. And just put the ball, not even putting the ball in his court, because I think by doing that, the ball is like, you're the alpha with the ball and your you're court. controlling the ball. Right. But like you are say it with confidence, say it super directly and don't be so emotional about it. Just be like, look, I like you because of ABC. I think we're going to be good together because of ABC. Leave the feeling and emotional things out of it. Don't because guys don't respond to that. And I know that's annoying, but like, they're just not going to respond to like, we like each other so much. We have so much fun together. I would say like, we have the same sense of humor we both like this sports team and but make it like more depth like don't make it so shallow and then see what he says and then if he says i don't want that with you and you want more then you cannot see this person again because if you do you're just saying like i'm okay with being your hookup buddy yeah, you have to be something that my therapist taught me is whenever we would role plays um you know, and practice certain situations, it would be like, what are the possible outcomes? If I am asking this question, what are the possible responses that I can get? And how am I going to react to those responses? And am I going to be okay with those responses? Yeah. So you need to be prepared if he says, yes, I agree with you. I want this to progress and be something more as well. Cool. Be prepared with that response. And also if he's like, no, I I don't want that. I just like what's going on. I like hookup. Be prepared with that as well. And I think if he says that, I would be like, okay, that's totally fine. But I'm just like not looking for just a hookup situation with you. It's been two years and I'm not doing that anymore. But you have to, have to, have to be ready to not see him again 
because if you don't, it just, it will ruin everything. Yeah. (laughs) Because then you lose all your credibility and then it's just like, you will kind of hate yourself. You'll like lose your dignity. Trust me. Yeah. Good luck. Let us know how that goes. No, please let us know how it goes. Okay. This one's called your poor fiance going on a trip without you. Ooh. Okay. (sighs) Hey girlies, my friend Roman, can we? Thank you. Hey girlies, my friend has been struggling with this issue recently and I just wanted to get y'all's opinion on the sitch. So my friend will call her Lindsay and her fiance will call him Patrick and I have been best friends throughout college. They met freshman year and started dating at the beginning of sophomore year. We were all in the same major and were in some of the same organizations in school. So we would study together and see each other all the time. So naturally I feel like we're in a thruple. Which is, you know, odd timing for I that know word. It. What the Raccoons. Okay. I was so excited for them when they got engaged. They truly are perfect for each other. And he treats my little bestie like a queen. Except for this one thing. They are getting married in February. And Patrick's family, his mom, dad, and brother, decided to take a three-week family trip to Europe. Lindsay and Patrick have been to Europe a couple of times together. So at the beginning of planning the trip, Lindsay was giving his parents a bunch of tips about about where to stay and places to go while on the trip. Well, his family plans the whole trip and they don't invite Lindsay. His mom is pretty set on this being a last family trip before Patrick is married. Naturally, Lindsay is pissed as she helped give them tips and they're going to all of her favorite places that her and Michael... That's probably a typo. Her and Patrick have sweet (laughs) memories of on this trip. His mom said that having them as a couple come on the trip would mess with the dynamic of the family trip. Worst part is Patrick never stood up to his mom or rallied behind his future wife's invitation to their trip, which I thought was weird as this could be a great time for the two families to really come together. It would be one thing if Patrick's family went on elaborate annual family trips, but they don't. This is one of the first trips they've taken together in a while. Also, when Lindsay went to drop Patrick off at his parents' house the weekend before they left, his mom kept talking about how she's so stressed about planning the wedding and how behind they are, when in reality, they aren't. She also keeps including herself in wedding appointments like tastings and venue touring. Lindsay has been upset about this for months, and Patrick never mentioned anything to Mommy Dearest and hasn't been upset about the situation until he was about to leave for the trip and realized that he should have stood up for her. He's been calling her and texting her the whole time he's been on the trip and it's pissing her off even more and making her even more sad, which makes me angry. What do you guys think? Is it weird that she wasn't invited or normal for families to take last hurrah trip before the upcoming nuptials? How can slash should Pat make it up to Lindsay? Should I text him pictures of designer bags for her? LOL. Thanks. That's weird as fuck. That he didn't invite her. I don't know why writing those because he's so tired. That I think it's this mom has she's having a hard time letting her baby go. (laughs) She is struggling. And here's the thing. Patrick definitely needs to do something to make it up to you. He needs to be very vocal with his mother right now because what I see this happening, as soon as she gets pregnant, that's her grandbaby. Yes. That's that's not your that's not her baby. It's her grandbaby. And she's going to be the type of woman that wants to be in the delivery room. She's going to be, "Let me hold the baby first." Like she is 
nuts. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, why would you need to take a last hurrah family yeah, what trip? The hell what the hell do the you point need of from that? your son? You're not losing your son. You're gaining an extra family member. And if your son loves this person so much, you should love that person too. It's weird. That's so freaking weird. And... I forget what I was going to say. I don't know. But what I'm I'm telling you, you need to tell your friend, Lindsay, that she has got to get Patrick on board, that it is their relationship. It is their marriage. And what's what's happened is in the past. That's fine. You got to get on the same page now. And he has got to find the cojones to stand up to his mother because she is nuts. Yeah, I think that there's two things. I think that Patrick's mom does deserve respect because at the end of the day, that's his mother. But I think that Patrick needs to understand that he can respect his mom while also showing that his wife is his new priority. Yes. And he needs to tell his mom that like, hey, you know, this last trip, because clearly he's on the trip right now. Yeah. This last trip was one thing, but like moving forward, Lindsay is the number one person in my life and she's our family now. We need to include Lindsay on all of these things. And it wasn't cool to not include her. Absolutely. And moving forward, um, if Lindsay doesn't want you to like we, me and me and Lindsay don't need you there, mom, while we taste our cake. For our wedding. We can do that on our own. And mom, I love that you want to help, but like we don't need you to go taste the dinner. Like, I don't like why does the mom need to be there for all of that? It's fucking weird. Patrick needs to take Lindsay's lead. Like, oh, Lindsay's got that. Completely, completely back her up and make it it's an us thing. Oh yeah, no, Lindsay's already doing that. Like we already have this handled. But when there's like an opportunity to include the families in something, then yeah, like for sure. Yeah, be there for sure. But um, yeah, I think that the one actionable thing that Lindsay can do is, it's actually not Lindsay, but Patrick needs to do it. He needs to talk to his mom and be like, it really hurt my feelings that Lindsay wasn't included. I know you wanted this last hurrah trip, but like, it doesn't really make sense because Lindsay That my has, fiance had to stay home. Yeah, because Lindsay is my family. And just letting you know, like, you are always going to be my mom, but now Lindsay is my wife and she should be included on all things moving forward. And he has to say it exactly like that and not Lindsay's feelings were hurt. No, No, it has to be that his feelings were hurt, that his fiance was not included in this trip. Yes. And I swear to God, Patrick, if you say it the other way, (laughs) I will find you. And you know, Patrick is going to say it the other way. I know. Because men, let's say one more time, Patrick, this is what you say. Repeat after me, mom, my feelings were hurt that my fiance Lindsay was not included in this last hurrah trip. Say it just like that. Yes. Send this clip to Patrick. Jesus Christ, many Patrick. It's just and he's gonna tell, say it the other way. You know what I'm picturing is like super southern with like a big he Patrick has like a big swooshy bowl cut. They went to Bama. And he mom. Lindsay was really upset. Well, he's like, she's been texting me this whole time. She's, been, she's upset. Lindsay, my parents are paying for the rehearsal dinner at the club. Do you know how much that how much that costs? And Lindsay says, Patrick, do you know how much my daddy is paying for this wedding? Patrick, you know what? I don't give a rip if your mommy and daddy are paying for the rehearsal. We don't need it. We, we don't, don't need, need it. it. We'll have our own rehearsal. My auntie will pay for it. We'll do backyard barbecue. Okay, we have one more. Okay, this is called Getting Wedding Info from a Man. 
Okay. Hi, girls. I was dating a man for almost two years at the time. His best friend had gotten engaged while we were dating, and my ex was asked to be the best man. This man was so bad at communicating that I had no idea whether or not I was invited. And I always had to tiptoe around the topic because I didn't want to beg to be invited. He didn't actually like me while we dated. (laughs) (laughs) We love a self-aware queen. He finally decided to invite me to go to the wedding, maybe two weeks in advance with zero information on what to wear. Okay, we're going to get into that later. When I went to write it on my calendar, he said it was on the 9th. I said something like, oh, it's on a Friday. And he said, what? No, it's on the 10th then. I asked if he was sure and he said yes. I, I can't. I hate this. Keep in mind, my ex was the best man. The eighth rolls around and he and I had plans to hang out. I get a phone call from my I get a phone call from my ex who had gotten off work early. He had gotten a call from his best friend asking where he was because the rehearsal dinner was starting. My ex completely missed the rehearsal dinner and the thought and thought that the wedding was a day later than it really was. Fucking he's a fucking idiot. idiot. The day of, he decides me to... St- <laughs> he decides me. The day of, he decides to send me the link to their wedding website where I see that the dress code was formal. Thank God I just bought a black dress for no reason the week before that worked perfectly. The wedding turned out beautifully. I got compliments on my dress and he gave a wonderful speech, but he got a lot of shit for missing the dinner the night before, as he fucking should. Anyway, he went on to dump me less than a year later, probably because I have anxiety and quote-unquote plan too much your dump anniversary episode started my healing process so thankful i don't have to deal with getting wedding info from a man this wedding season this is not normal um and also first of all it i have anxiety as well and you know what that is not if that is his reason for dumping you fuck that guy fuck Fuck that guy guy. because your anxiety and you plan well that means you're organized good for you that is an asset planning and organizing will help ease your anxiety exactly and it only makes his life easier because if you had this wedding website in your pause two weeks before just two weeks before everything would be different and he's lucky that you are such a planner that you thought mm, maybe i'm gonna need this little black dress one day you knew you fucking knew. that's called women women's intuition and you know what cheers to you girl yeah okay i can't Back believe to this man i can't believe that you were like oh it's on the it's on a friday and he was like no it's not oh then it's on it's the 10th then that, fuck that i just got so triggered because that is just so something that I can see one of my exes doing like, and then you are like, okay, are you sure? Because you have women's intuition. You know, that wedding is actually on the ninth. And then they are like, no, and give you no other information. Yeah. Um, Bailey is in New Jersey for a wedding Mm -hmm. and we were joking around, um, about this whole topic because she, she knows the, um, like the dress code, right? So she thinks it's fine, but she was like, I just would feel a little, she's like, I wish I knew one other girl that was going so I could yeah. see what they were wearing. But at the very least, at least she knows what the dress code is. And so she'll be fine. She'll be prepared. But I was thinking the same. I'm like, if some of my exes, they would be like, okay, yeah, um, we're going to this wedding. You just need a dress. Well, yeah. What kind of dress? A nice dress. Like one that you like what what the fuck does that mean yeah like i need more info than that what does it mean what does it mean you dumb bitch men are just really 
annoying. Men are kind of stuff. so annoying. They just don't they pay just don't attention understand. to those details. Yeah. I mean, when I invited um, Mr. Roberts to the wedding in Chicago, I was like, okay, this is what we're doing these nights. This is who we're probably going to be seeing these nights. This is probably what I'm going to be wearing. Like, I'm giving him as much information as I possibly can that I know. Um, when I brought... I don't know if we've how what we've said about him on the podcast. Um, the guy that you always get really sad when I make fun of him, but he deserves it. When I brought him to a wedding, I literally picked out his outfit because I knew what the other guys were wearing. So I said, <laughs> "This is what is, you're going to fit in with, by wearing." We need to talk about. And him then one he day. chose a different outfit that was one wrinkled, <laughs> and two not as cute, and probably three dirty, and three dirty. <laughs> And I'm helping the bride get ready. I'm like curling her hair and I get a text message from him saying, I feel underdressed. And I'm like, how could you feel underdressed? Like I picked out your outfit. It was, it was good. And he's like, well, because I chose a different one. And I said, "Uh uh-uh, if you chose a different one, that means that you felt more comfortable in this new outfit than you did in the one that I picked out for you. So you better buck up and you better feel confident because you did this to yourself. I set you up for success because I'm always going to set you up for success. If you choose a different route, (laughs) fucking live with it. (laughs) And what did he look like? Like he just fell off a yacht. (laughs) Like he fell off a yacht or a pontoon boat? mm, Like he fell off a pontoon boat. (laughs) Like he fell off his friend's pontoon boat after like a bender of drinking for three days. Oh, no. We need to talk about um, COVID relationships one day. Fuck. I don't know if, are you ready to get into that? 100%. Okay, Paige has the best COVID relationship story. And I feel so bad. I don't know why I feel so bad and you don't. He's a fucking adult. He's older than you are. (laughs) Like, he is an adult. There's, we do not need to feel bad for this man. But he was like, (laughs) just such a loser. I know. He did this to himself. I know. He had every opportunity. If you guys have a COVID relationship, um, it's actually kind of the anniversary. I was going to bring this up, but like this is the anniversary of my like extreme summertime sadness that Mm. Colorado ensued on me like three years ago. And I'm kind of like, I think I just have like every June I get a summertime sadness. You want to know something? What? What's the date today? It is June 13th. (laughs) In two days. It is. It is the one month anniversary. So me and Peter broke up in May. And then mm. one month later, I'm out for a jog. You and your oh, yes. Ashley was here. Yeah. And I'm out for a jog, just minding my own business. And he calls me and I sprinted back home because I was like, like my body went numb. My legs were like jello. And I was like, and he called you were me. like, he wants to get back together. With me. He was like, obviously, that's what I thought he wanted. And he was like, yeah, like you said you like wanted to get together because you had some things you wanted to talk about i was like a month ago yeah a month ago you broke up with me in a fucking chewies yeah i was trying not to cry all over my fucking salad um yes there are some things that went unsaid that i wanted to talk about a month ago no i don't need that conversation anymore yeah um just a fucking wild that happened on june 15th so I feel like we need to have another breakup episode because I've been getting some breakup content nice. and people asking me questions on how to deal with breakups. And I feel like we are good at I get giving. broken up with all the time. And um, I had like one really bad breakup. Yeah, maybe two. 
But anyways, we'll do, let us know if you guys have any breakup questions for us because I'm here to give like really tangible, actionable things. Like I hate when people are like, just really focus inward. It's just too vague for me. Like I want to know what Write in your journal, work out, do things that are going to help your mind and help your body. But we'll get more into it next episode. We'll have mom on maybe. I don't know if mom's the best person to talk about breakups with. She's like kind of like get over it. She's good with dad, you. Dad was good. Dad, yeah. Anyways, write okay. in with breakup stuff and or Anything. questions for our parents. Honestly, you guys have been killing it with the emails lately. Yeah, we so love it. We love it. And make sure to rate us. Five on, stars. Um, Apple or Spotify. If you want to give us like a three star and like a diss to me, like I'll take or it. Or me. Um, but we prefer five okay, stars. But, five stars and a diss is even better. But also, if you're going to do a diss, only diss me or Jade. Bailey keep, can't handle keep it. Keep Bailey out of it. Yeah, because Paige will lose her mind. <laughs> um, and then make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at yourpart.pod. And just, you know, share this podcast with the sister, honey, because, honey, we got to pay the bills. And write in at yourpoordad at gmail.com. And if you have a company that wants to sponsor us to go to Taylor Swift, um, Paige will get a tattoo, like a real one. And you guys think I'm kidding? I'm actually not. She's not. I would totally do it. Anything for Taylor. Anything for Taylor. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.